friends. Hello, hello, hello. I missed you guys. I mean, I guess we, we've been here week after week. But well, no, we missed a week. Yeah, well, I haven't been here for like two weeks. I don't know what happened last week. You were very busy. I've been just too busy. Yeah. What's been going on with you? What has been going on with me? I don't know. I just have so many projects and things that I have to fulfill and just so much time. And mm-hmm. I think my main thing is that I don't have the proper amount of medication to get through my day. So on my next med reval, I'm going to be like, hey. I need more. I need double so I can last. Yeah. I need to 16 hours of productivity. How please. much are you on? Um, Do we share that with people? I mean, I don't care. I'm on uh, care 25 Adderall XR right now, which yeah. for me only lasts about seven hours, where it's supposed to be 10 to 12 on a normal person. You have a pretty fast metabolism, right? Yeah. So. I'm on 20. I'm a big bitch, so it's probably good enough, but... So I need like a morning dose and like an early afternoon dose because I need to be able to like take it right when I wake up, but I have to like wait until like noon. Yeah. I usually wait until around 10 (laughs) a.m. Sometimes I forget. I try and like at the very latest, I try and take it in the morning, like just before noon. And if I miss that, I'm like, I guess I'm just going to be tired and cry today. Oh, yeah. And I was depressed last week because of this weather. I can't handle it. Oh, it's (laughs) been very cloudy here. It's been bad. (laughs) Depressing. The sun's been peeking out a little bit here and there, and then now it's started snowing. It snowed today. That was cute. It'll be done in like a week, and then I know we're going to have sunny weather, like constant. Yeah, next week is supposed to be nice, but will I make it that far? We will find out. (laughs) Time will tell. When are you quitting your second job? Um, End of this month. Promise? Yeah, no, it's already, I already... I've been bothering Brandon about this, I think, probably since the end of last year, I feel like. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's been a minute. I mean, can you, th- no. I mean, a lot of people, I know a lot of people have to have multiple jobs. I mean, I have multiple streams of income. Are, an, are any of the streams of income coming in? I don't know, usually. Yeah, see, because that's we when do, my... Yeah, we do a lot of things that don't make us money, but someday they will. That's when the next stream of income kicks in, so then I can... I can not work my one day a week job. Yeah, it's a struggle. (laughs) But yeah, multiple jobs and then like trying to run a business and stuff. And Mm -hmm. then also trying to be a full-time content creator. It's a nightmare. It's not. Yeah, we can't do it. Anyway, should we jump into, I guess, I feel like we've been talking for forever, but it's only been like two and a half minutes. Yeah. (laughs) That's what what our brains are. (laughs) I guess, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the plant I love to hate. Yeah, allocations. It's a a love hate relationship. It's um, there's a lot of heartbreak. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I don't have too many issues when it comes to my plants, but if I do have an issue, it usually stems from an allocation. I feel like a lot of mine I've had to like rehab. There's not a lot of them that have come to me and then been like great. I will say when I do rehab them completely like you think they're dead and then you make them rise from the ashes it's satisfying and then i feel like they are so much better then i don't tend to have issues but if i try to keep it alive and be like don't lose all your leaves yeah that's where the struggle comes i can't let them go there's um my silver dragon and my dragon scale both that i've had for i think over a year now they each have three leaves on them Mm -hmm. like all of all of these leaves have grown in my care. They're looking great, but still, they only have three leaves each. <laughs> I can only do so much, but still, after watching them go all the way go all the way down to almost nothing, I, I have to keep them and see what they can do. Duh! I was just posting some like before and afters on my Instagram, and I actually couldn't believe 
how many plants I've had for like over a year. Cause I feel like a lot of my plants right now are new. And I've actually, even this morning I was thinking about like, dang, like I feel like I go through a lot of plants. Well, I feel like, yeah, your, your plants, like there's a lot coming in and out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I trade a lot of them. There are some that just like don't bring me joy anymore. So I get rid of them. There are some that I do want to have like staple plants that I'm like had for a long time that I've grown into a really big plant. But I'm like, I guess there, there's nothing wrong with, I guess like just appreciating the plants and if it's something that I don't love and I pass it on like my goal is to like I, I, there are a ton of plants that I kill but I try to pass them on if they're not bringing me joy anymore and I know that I don't want to see it grow. I feel like most of my plants I have a pretty high level of joy with most of them like the ones that I don't like are more like I medium like them. You put more effort into keeping something alive. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I give up faster. Yeah, I don't. I will. I will take any means necessary. I will buy a three hundred dollars systemic pesticide before I let this plant die. (laughs) But it's also because I like to learn. It's like it's like addicted to learning about how Mm -hmm. to keep them alive. You know. Yeah, everything's uh, every plant kill is a learning opportunity. I usually don't say plant killing because we uh, I try and censor myself like on TikTok. I say unalive and then that carries over to Instagram. People are just like, oh my God, unalive. I'm like, yeah, it's TikTok lingo. Yeah. I'm like terrified then, of getting my account taken down. Well, because then I always forget to change the captions. So I don't want to say it in the first place and then have an auto-generated caption of a no-no word. Yeah. Sometimes when I swear in my videos, I don't want it to pop up like... In the, I don't want them to like, I don't know, go go into the system in the caption and then they like know that I said it. So I change it in the caption a little bit so people know what I'm saying. Also, while we're on the topic, if you ca- you caption your videos on TikTok, which you guys should, um, edit them, you know? Or don't. Be like me. Be lazy. Don't be lazy. <laughs> it's not accessible to put captions on and then have them be completely wrong. So caption your videos, it takes literally less than a minute to go through and just switch a couple words. Must be nice. Some of us have fat fingers. Okay, Brandon. <laughs> it's it's accessible. Okay? I will say I always mess it up and then I, I have to always do it say, five I keep, times. I'll edit your fucking videos. I keep saying this. <laughs> Someday you'll take me up on it. I know you will. Yeah, we got we to gotta outsource what we, we don't like. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Well, I do like it. I just... It's, it's hard for me to get into the yeah, mindset to like, I'm like crank it's, it out. It, I'm very fast. Where you are, you can like be doing something else. I don't have and to do feel it. very motivated to do it at all because it for, doesn't feel like much effort. For me, it's like I have to summon mountains of energy to do it. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Where like you can like be having a full blown conversation with me while oh, doing yeah. a different activity while editing, and I'm. I can't. Editing takes ninety percent of my brain. The filming is what gets me. Like that's what takes Where me. I love a lot the of filming. No, I hate the filming. <laughs> I hate it. I I really enjoy. That's what I've been. I've like been enjoying making videos for other people and like editing other people's videos because that's the fun part to me. Um, I don't love sitting there talking to my phone. You know, <laughs> it's not my favorite thing. So, like, I like talking about plants, but I like talking about plants with people. Yeah. I like reading the comments and like talking to people in the comments, but like the actual act of sitting down and talking to my phone isn't like so fun. I forgot how much I liked comments and responding to every yeah. comment. I, I wasn't, I didn't do it for quite a while, but I think it's because I had a lot of like anxiety with just my phone in general. Mm-hmm. And so going to the comments was just not, yeah. not something I wanted to do. 
I now I don't have any comment fear until that Miracle Girl video. I didn't <laughs> want to check my comments for a week. That was not good. Be nice, you guys. I got to pay my rent somehow. <laughs> we have to. We have to bow to the corporate overlords once in a while. Yeah, we got to <laughs> do what we can. Anyways, back to allocations. Uh, we're first going to go into our like favorite and least favorite species on the allocation or favorite varieties. Um, I guess there's been, I, I remember my, my taste in alocasia has uh, been refined over time. I don't know about you. I, okay. So I'm trying to think back. I used to not like them. I think, I think I did not like how they looked and they looked weird to me and I just was not a big fan of them. I don't like the poly. So like that was the main one I'd see and I was just like, I'm not a fan or the Amazonica, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why I just didn't, but then I saw a fry deck, my first fry deck and that was what got me. They're hot. I wish they weren't assholes. Mm-hmm. Not a favorite for me. Like, they're beautiful, but it's not a favorite for me to keep in my collection. Well, my big one was doing good until it got spider mites. Oh, and yeah, what happened to yours? I, feel I like split I it up. It's, like, one. split up into, like, okay. 15 pieces I'm like, I haven't now. seen one around, I feel like, in a while. Yeah, so they're, like, little. None of, like, it was... It was doing good. It looked really good, and then it had spider mites I didn't notice for a week, and then all the leaves died, and then I split it up, and, yeah. She's a cutie. It was putting out babies left and right. Yeah, that is definitely, if I had any that had spider mites, usually that one would have a couple. Like when I first started making TikToks, my throw it off the balcony moment. Do you remember how expensive they were like last year? Like a big pot of fry deck? I know. And the one that I got was only like 30 bucks and it was just the two. And I was like, what a deal. Yeah, absolutely nuts. But that was also, I think it was sold as an, as an outdoor plant and that's why it was so much cheaper. At the time. I think besides the... Because that new one I have was also sold as an outdoor plant. Oh, yeah. For like a container garden. Yeah, and they end up being way cheaper, I suppose. Um, I think the first one besides Polly, which I got pretty early on in my plant journey, and then I was just over it. I didn't want to do an allocation again because that thing had spider mites up the ass. It was really bad. Um, but then I got a black velvet, and I was like, oh, this one's kind of nice. <laughs> it grew pretty... It was pretty happy for me. I still have the same one, that that very same one. I actually sold it to a friend, and then he gave it back to me. Hi, Nelson. Um, he just asked me today, what plants of mine do you still have? Um, <laughs> that he, like, cause he just like, gave a bunch back before I moved to Colorado. So I still have that black velvet, too, that I sold to him, and then he just gave back to me. I'm trying to think if my black velvet's my original black velvet. I think it is, but I also don't remember when I got it. Yeah. I think I got mine from Tonkadale. Yeah. I also got my my uh, silver dragon that I got from Tonkadale I still have is the one that has three leaves. And then I got the dragon scale at Otten Brothers Otten mm-hmm. out in Long Lake. It's Which pretty, we need to hit that hit them up again. Yeah. I haven't been, there, been in a while. down there in a while. We, I would like oh, to the go. last time is when we bought I bought that Hoya. I really want to go down to Mankato and go to that Traverse de Sioux. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I really want to go down there. I or think it's not really Mankato; it's St. Peter. Right? I think uh, to go there, you kind of got we got to plan it. Like we've got to watch it and be like, okay, they just got a shipment in. Okay. Let's go. Or like a sale day. They did have a sale, but I was broke when they did, and you were really busy, and it was just not a good time. Everyone had sales when we were busy and broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. How rude! It's a sign, though. I'm like, do I really have room to bring in a bunch of plants that I got on sale? No. Well. I will. I, I I do. I would say most of my allocations I've gotten pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Like I don't think I've paid much money for any of mine. Oh my! Because God. it's like so hard for me because they 
are so finicky that I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'd love a variegated one, but I'm not going to oh spend 700 bucks on something that's a... The fact that people are selling corms for a couple hundred dollars blows my mind. By the way, a corm, um, we'll get into propagation a little bit more, but a corm is the little, like, bulb things that you find attached to the plant when you're repotting, and you can pot those up and grow little babies. Or you can just have them be in your dirt, and then you sweep them up thinking they're just plant debris and throw them away. That's yeah, what I do. Yeah, I've done that once, <laughs> at least once. I did it with my Maharani when I repotted it into Oh, didn't you do it like when you got that one that had all those white rocks outside and then you were like just left them in the grass and you're like oh my god yeah <laughs> I, yeah I did I did one here and I did one at home too that I forgot I suck at it but um I have a couple in pawn I mean we'll get into semi-hydro later but my caprias are my biggest heartbreak I've talked about this in other episodes you were shocked to hear that both of mine were dead mm-hmm um, but I did get another. I got, I bought a big one from Carly, oh. which actually ended up being way cheaper, like literally half the cost <laughs> of like, cause this one has that I got from her is three big leaves. The other ones that I got, I paid like double for one leaf. Yeah. So the, I, I got a better deal this time around and it was already in Lekka and I just moved it over to Pond. So it'll be happy. I'm excited. It's about to be four leaves. I have a new leaf coming in. The one I traded, um, Last month is putting out its third leaf. Excited. Um, they're beautiful. I love Capria. It's definitely one of my favorites. Oh, and I did get another when we were at the trade event. We haven't talked about this. Oh, no, we haven't. Oh, my gosh. We should talk about it. It was so fun. <laughs> Didn't you have so much fun? <laughs> it was really fun. We were at the, um, there's a local plant swap event at Tonkadale Greenhouse. In oh, Minnesota. shoot. I just realized we have a, another special announcement, so we will have to take a break because I'm going to put a little ad for that special announcement. In the okay, house. I don't so. remember what the special announcement is. We just talked about it. We just changed the name of it. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> we were talking about this in prior episodes, but okay. <laughs> well, no, you, we, it's in fruition now. Now it's a, the fruit. The fruit. Must be the fruit. Maybe we'll make Sam do the ad. She just listened to the one that's been in prior episodes, and she's like, wow, I really need to have some more enthusiasm. <laughs> I guess I haven't listened to any of them, so I don't know what they sound like. <laughs> no, we listened to her, remember? And you were like, oh, wow, yeah, Sam, the <laughs> that doesn't sound very happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah, we were at a plant swap event. Um, I brought Brandon, like, forgot what he was doing that morning and had to pack his box last minute. But mm-hmm. you came home with some pretty fun things, huh? Yeah, I was very... Well, I'm glad I got rid of everything I came with. Yeah, that was kind of the goal. At the very end, people were like walking around, giving away free plants and just like trading for whatever because they wanted to just get rid of what they brought. Mm-hmm. There was like one girl, though, who was in front who didn't seem to really trade anything. Like she kind of just went home with everything that she brought. Which so one? It was the one that was in like the, you know, how there was like the big middle area and the area we were in. She was in like the front front area. That f- yeah. On that, like, front table where she had the really white elbow. Oh, I traded a couple with her. I did trade one with her, but then Hannah was like... Well, because she wasn't by her table for most of it, so I didn't know who... And she didn't have anything. She just had her first name, so I was like, I don't know. I don't know who I don't know who... I want to hunt this person down, but I don't know who they are. (laughs) Um, It was really fun. I brought... I brought mostly propagations, like, cuttings that I was rooting. Um, And I did pack them in a box with packing peanuts that I reused from... (laughs) 
packaging and I didn't realize that they were the ever so lovely environmentally friendly biodegradable ones. So there was mushy peanuts in the bottom <laughs> of my box. You should have seen by the time I got home, they were like almost gone. They work. <laughs> oh yeah, no. In case like you want to know, Cece work. loves them, and she'll chew one, and just like that tiny little bit of cat saliva, the whole thing just starts melting. I have some on my floor. I should make sure my cat doesn't. It's going to turn into a Cheeto, you know, like a cat Cheeto. <laughs> but yeah, so it was super fun to do a plant trade, and I got an alocasia too. I got a alocasia serendipity. I've never heard yeah, of I've never it. heard of that one before. I, it has really cool black ribbing underneath. I like it. It's just a tall one. Mm-hmm. Which I tend to prefer short ones, but yeah, the tall ones when they start to get really like lean, they start to lean over, mm-hmm. and then they start to look goofy to me. I can never do those. But anyways, back to our favorites. Do you have any more questionable ones? Well, or least favorite. Which should we talk shit about? <laughs> um. Well, I would say my favorites that I personally own. I love the Cuprea. Oh, I do love Maharani. I think that's an underrated one. It's just beautiful. That texture to die for, and very cheap now. Um, and I find that, that Maharani's have, I've never had pest issues with mine ever. They're pretty hardy. I think it's cause like they must have such thick leaves that the typical pests don't go for that one when there's other ones available, I would assume. Yeah. I do like those hardier, like thicker leaved alocasias. And I do also like my variegated, I think it's an Adora, mm-hmm. but now it's, I'm worried about the leaves. They just keep getting whiter and whiter and whiter. But this last one had a little bit more green. So I'm hoping that the. Next one has some more green. Have you ever repotted that? Yeah. Did you have any corms in it? I think those were the ones I threw away. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah. That really sucks. So. I only did mine well, with the Maharani. Those are the corms I swept away. I would not be surprised if or it had black. more already. Yeah, it probably does. Because it had one of the biggest corms I've ever seen. This big big base anywho let's talk about alocasia versus colocasia for those who hear both or hear them interchangeably let's talk about identifying them and the differences um i usually say that like the colocasia ones are more the outdoor ones but technically depending on where you are you could put a lot of the alocasias outdoors but it's so from my understanding colocasias are much more prone slash need dormancy period yeah absolutely those come out of the ground and they have to be bulbed up put back in the ground when it's springtime and um colocasias their leaf tips like point down where alocasias usually don't have the leaf tips going completely down Mm. so that's a just easy way to tell the difference between the two i guess colocasias are a little more perky Mm -hmm. yeah and then sometimes they get mixed up with caladiums as well, which I think are more of a tuberous plant rather than like a bulb mm-hmm. situation since they pop up like really out of nowhere. Um, and those are way more outdoor plants too. I really try not bring caladiums in because I know it'll end in in a not so good situation. Yeah, they're incredibly hard to take care of. I like plants that are here for the long haul in theory, even though like I mentioned before, they come in and out pretty often. Only the strongest survive and only the most interesting and lovable stick around for me. Mm-hmm. Well, and so speaking of ones that are hard to take care of, the high-low beauty alocasia, as it's mislabeled a lot of the times, is a 
colocasia and I want one. They're so pretty, but it's a colocasia. I don't got enough light for that. Yeah, and they're also like you had mentioned um, the really tall ones. Mm-hmm. That, like the petioles are just very long. No, thank you. And there's like a it. there's a black colocasia that's really pretty too. I forget what it's called. Is it black magic? Yes, it is so pretty. Love, love, love it. But again, super hard to take care of if it's not outside in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. I was going to go into my Instagram saved posts to see what allocations I've saved. Oh my gosh, you know what I ordered? I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> it was just, I was talking about other people on Instagram about it, whatever. You know how I ordered that um, Pilea Mojito? Um, I also ordered the Pilea Splash, which is like the white variegated one. So oh. it's like the white on green instead of the green on green, like modeled. It'll be more like white splash. I, cu- I mean, it's only $30, little guy. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad for like a variegated plant. that you. The way you were hyping like, that up, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, that's $200. I'd like, oh, it's only 30 <laughs> bucks on Etsy. Yeah, love it. Um, everyone keeps asking me the shop. It's Optiflora, O-P-T-I, Flora, Optiflora Plants on Etsy. They don't really have that many plants. Like when I go and look, there's not really a lot of varieties, but they have the Pilea Splash. They have the normal Pilea. Um, for like 12 bucks. Um, they have the Pilea Splash, the Mojito, and then there's also a Pilea Sugar, which I don't really like. It kind of looks like a virus. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little bit more like less noticeable, white-ish, minty variegation almost. Just kind of weird. But anywho, um, back to Alocasias. Oh, yeah, Pilea Sugar, not a fan. Yeah, nope. not a cutie, but I really like the Splash. It looks like a geranium. Yeah. <laughs> Um, someone else, I think her name is Tasha, she's local, um, had sent me a picture. She actually ordered the splash after I ordered the mojito, and she was thinking about ordering the mojito, and I was like, now I need to order the splash. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to order the mojito. Or you both could have just grown a pup and traded. I was hoping she wouldn't ask that. Like, I don't want to cut this plant. Because you know what I want to do? Because pileas still scare me in soil. I actually really want to put this one in pond. But because they can be kind of a bitch to transition over because their roots are just so small, hard to clean. Um, I'm just going to wait till it gets a little bit bigger and then cut it, root it, yeah. put it in the pond. Then it'll well, be great. mine, that was in like I let the reservoir dry out and it lost like all the bottom leaves. Good job. <laughs> you need to get the reservoirs that have the little window that you can like actually see or have it in a clear cup so you can see the water level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just not going to do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay scrolling back through my instagram i just like going through oh what do you think about the i don't even know how to say this one the like watsiana don't like that don't like that yeah we're getting into talking about kind of the expensive varieties i guess i don't like the ones that look like lead like that's the, what i ordered it's not going to be that pretty though but maybe it will it's so cute anyways i don't like the allocations that look like patent leather shiny leather don't like that yeah, not cute. I guess I say, you know, oh my gosh, you know, like my favorite variegated alocasia, even though they can be kind of overhyped. Um, there are different varieties of like variegation. I think they are pretty just random, but the variegated black velvet yeah. because it's pink. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I want, I want one of those and I want a Friday, but I'm not paying for either of them. So pretty. Oh my God. Like think of how hard it would be looking for spider mites on that. In thrips. I could see the thrips, like, on the black part. Actually, when you flip it over on the bottom side where it's, like, light purple, I have had thrips on my black velvet, but thankfully I could see them on there, but it was very hard. 
you have to be on the lookout. Keep your eyes peeled. Um, variegated Baharanis are really pretty. Um, mm-hmm. They have a big splash of white. Really like that. But it's like I'm, I'm not paying a lot for these. Um, variegated I feel like, Caprias. Oh, I like that. I mean, I d- it also looks diseased, yeah. but I like it's diseased. It, it in probably a good way. is. I mean, technically, the lack of chloroplasts, chlorophyll. Still a mutation. Yeah, it's just rando, random. Um, and then people will sell corms off of their variegated plant that's random. And you don't know if that corm is going to produce a variegated plant. So be warned. Still cycling through. Ooh, look at that. I really want that peperomia. You have peperomias that look like that. No, I don't. <laughs> it's peperomia keto. Everyone knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. The really orangey looking one. Um, alocasias, alocasias. Ooh, the variegated um, yeah. dragon scale is a good one. Well, my dragon scale has put out a couple sport variegated leaves, so maybe it will transition to be fully variegated. That would be cool. I did get one sport variegated leaf. Oh, and this little variegated poly is really pretty. Yeah. I saw these are just all sit in my bookmarked pictures. Oh, see, that's the the Maharani variegated. You aren't so much better at organizing stuff than me. The only things in my favorites folder are things that I accidentally clicked. <laughs> like I go in there once in a while and I'm like, what the hell is all this? I have I've I've had that before too when I first figured out what, what the hell it was. And then I went in there and I was like, what the heck is that? I just say plants in here that I really want to look at again or just like educational posts that would be really good. Like this is cool house plant through the ages. Oh, so that I is cool. Send that. me that. Send me that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, let's see what I got here. Oh, I actually have saved a couple. Fair. Oh, I fa- I've saved my own. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what the hell? Oh my gosh, I can't handle it. The allocations are just so beautiful. Oh, now we're just looking at pictures back and forth. Begonia Galaxy Guinea or whatever. So expensive, thousands of dollars, but oh, so beautiful. I can't even. Like, what, why did I save this picture of these two models <laughs> sitting by a fountain? I don't even know who those are. <laughs> oh, so, yep, I've saved nachos, poke nachos, <laughs> wings, a couple of workout things, Animal Crossing, <laughs> a haircut, which is really the haircut I have now, so I should just get rid of that. My own, let's unfavorite that. Xbox. And then one from Xbox that actually it's pronounced Video James. I didn't even heart it. (laughs) That's actually kind of funny, though. (laughs) (laughs) And then this, an Anthurium Gunayalance. Speaking of Anthuriums, no, it just went on my wish list. Oh, that's why. Look at that. The petiole? Yeah. Ooh, I really like that. Um, I really want the Anthurium King of Spades. (laughs) Oh, so pretty. I probably don't have one saved yet. Oh, oh my gosh. Look how cute this little. Um, we haven't talked about the stingray. Yeah. Look at that variegated stingray. How oh, cute is that? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, at first I thought that was the Mickey Mouse one, which is not now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. It does look very similar. But, yeah. Um, stingray. It's Mine's kind of giving me trouble because I kind of underwatered it. Like, I, I, it was tucked behind another plant. I forgot it existed. But it was actually, like, pretty easy growing for me for the most part for a while. So, I do recommend the stingray. I remember when stingrays were everywhere and they were not considered rare at all. Mm-hmm. And then they um, went really kind of crazy and they were nowhere. And I think now they're pretty easy to find. Again. And then Zabrinas are going up too oh, now. Oh, yeah. I never see those anymore now. Never never had one. Maybe I have. I've had one of them. I would get that one mixed up with the, what's the other one? The hybrid with it. I don't know. 
um, the Sabrina and the Rick. It's going to bother me. Uh, You're looking at me like I'm going to produce this answer magically. Okay, you know what? I have to Google it. Now, now I got to look up allocation varieties and look, up, <laughs> look at the list. Sabrina. No. Very close, though. I like the mellow. Kind of hard to distinguish from the Marani, but when you have both of them, it's pretty easy. And how do you do that? <laughs> because the mellow is a little bit more round. The Maharani has a lot more like narrow leaves or pointy. My Maharani is like circle. Yeah, yours is weird. I don't know why. Mine have huge weird leaves. <laughs> oh, I can't find it, but real ones know what I'm talking about. Ooh, I want the Nebula. That's that's becoming a little popular. Oh, I think I have seen that one. I also want as Aslanii. Oh my god! I actually just put that um, in my Etsy favorites. I found like a little thirty dollars starter plant on Etsy from Salad Beard Farms, and I was like, I think I'm gonna get that one. Um, I saw one in person at a plant shop that like the owner had just bought for themselves, and it was like ruby red, like it looked mm. like a gemstone. Need I need it all? Let's see. Now I found this graphic, and I can't even read it. So tiny. Oh, I, the tiny dancer. Oh, yeah, that's actually what no, I was going to say. That's not what the what I was thinking about, but oh. let's talk shit about it because I don't like... Oh, Syrian. That's what I was thinking Oh. Alocasia Syrian. Syrian. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. I don't like the tiny dancer. Mm-mm. Looks like a spider mite problem waiting to happen. I also don't like the Jacklands. They kind of give me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, yeah. That's like a expensive one that people are really wanting right now. Um, This one isn't expensive, but Regal Shield... Uh, eh, not not super special to me. There um, was one Regal Shield one time at Mother Co. that was huge, and it had the most silvery navy blue leaves I've ever seen. It was gorgeous, and it was only forty nine dollars, and it was big. big but big. I was like, oh, what am I going to do with this? Yeah, it's going to get bigger. And, then and bigger. I didn't buy it, and I've honestly regretted it ever since. Where would you put that thing? I don't know. In bed with me. <laughs> I don't have anyone to sleep in bed. It could take up that whole half. <laughs> Well, we're at the 30-minute mark, so you said you wanted to take a break. Oh, good call. Okay, well, here is a special announcement for my Minnesota peeps. Yay! So, we'll be back in a bit. Enjoy. Hey, Minneapolis friends. What are you doing April 30th, 2022? Monstera Plant Co. is hosting our first ever event, the Foliage Fling and Market. This event will start with a plant swap where you can trade plants with other local planty people. And after the swap, you can stay a while and shop our market full of plants, vintage, and other local vendors. We'll even have a food truck so you can stay and hang out all day. There's also going to be a scavenger hunt for the two weeks before the event where you can hunt down your dream plants and other great prizes. But don't worry, if you don't win the scavenger hunt, you can always enter the raffle and win big at the event itself. Go to www.monsteraplant.co to find out all the details and register for the plant swap. Also, if you do have a business local to Minneapolis or St. Paul and would be interested in becoming a vendor, send us an email at contact at monsteraplant.co. We can't wait to see you on Saturday, April 30th for the Foliage Fling and Market brought to you by Monstera Plant Co., Siempre Viva Vintage, and Ambibulas. Come hang out with me and Nicole and let's have some fun and swap some plants. And we're back. Hello. <laughs> so you guys just heard about the event, so... Come to it if you're local. Yeah, if you want to come hang out with us. Got a it's nice really, really fun. plant I pl- I plan swap. To be there. We've yes. got we're gonna have vendors, we're gonna have a raffle, we're gonna have a scavenger hunt. It'll be like a big to do. <laughs> big to do. Very fancy. I'm very excited. Are you have any like music there? 
Are you um, gonna be DJing? I think this time we'll probably just do like a big speaker. Mm-hmm. But if someone's interested, if you're a local, if you're a local musician or DJ or something, uh, hit me up. We can. <laughs> we can make it happen. Yeah. Especially if, if you're a food vendor, hit us up. Well, we can only have 25% of the vendors be food vendors. <laughs> so we got to space them out. <laughs> so spots are limited. <laughs> Tacos to the front, please. <laughs> All right. Jumping back into allocations, we're going to be talking a little bit about propagation, where there's not um, a whole ton of ways to propagate an allocation. Yeah. But... Usually you would do it by taking those little corms off, or if you already have them growing in your plant, you can separate them if you want. They've probably already grown their own little root system. Mm-hmm. Just got to pull them apart. Very easy. Some people, um, you're really ballsy, these people that actually, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, people who actually cut the corms into slices. Oh. Like, yeah, Alexa did this. Um, Leafy Home Decor, Pawn Lady. Um, she took her really big variegated fry deck, I think it was, and like this thing was massive, and she literally like sliced. Oh, the the, whole the home yeah, corn, the whole big corn. Okay, I thought you meant like a baby one that oh, wasn't. No. Yeah, like the whole big one, and I'm just like, you guys are scary. I mean, I don't think I have any that have a big enough corn to do that with. And they're just big, like circle, like almost like a tree trunk, like a little like tree slice. <laughs> And propagate it because there's like nodes on the side. Oh, wait, like, yeah, like Fruit Ninja style. Yeah, literally like that. (laughs) And she has little discs that she propagates then. That is ballsy. I like that is something else. I was I recently propagated my first um, Anthurium. That was scary. Oh, that's so easy, though. Because it's so scary because the leaves and roots can grow off at any point, you know? Yeah, but still, there's not a whole ton of like wiggle room in there with the chop. You know, if I'm well, like, then okay. you've separated a real small one. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like a small chunk. I'm talking about like when I'm actually cutting like the plant. I don't, I've never had like a big chunk, but like on an Ethereum, when I cut my forgetty eye, oh, like, there's okay. just no inner nodes. Like, so it's very hard to like cut it and not like chop Okay. I get, okay. I thought you were like going under the soil and breaking it apart because oh, no. that's how I do it. And that makes it super easy. I don't do that. I don't have that much going on under there because someone else has already propagated it and sent okay. it to me. Okay. Cause most of my, cause most of mine I imported. So they had oh, huge yeah. chunks. Most of mine are like props from people in their collections. Like my Magnificum. Mm-hmm. I got to look at that new leaf. It's just insanely huge. I wish it wasn't And the one torn. that you broke. Um, <laughs> I know my new Bessie F. Bessie leaf is coming in very broken and I'm pissed um, because it's about the size of one of those monstera leaves just torn at the bottom. But yeah, because most of mine had like big chunks like that one, the chunk, the re- remember it was in that really tall skinny pot for a while. It's because the chunk was literally a foot long. Oh my God. Scary. But now it's in a three gallon pot. So it's but yeah, got Anyways. lots of room. If you guys have your plant die all the way back, like all of the leaves die off, um, as long as that as long as that base of the plant is not mushy, um, you could probably save it. So just try and repot it. You know, give it some light, mm-hmm. heat mat perhaps. Or if you have a terrible pest problem, just chop all the leaves off. And just oh yeah, that's an option too. Um, and you can bring it back to life. It's definitely possible. We've done it. It, it requires a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. Some humidity will probably go a long way in making it faster. But, yeah, pretty easy peasy. 
What's your favorite way to propagate corms? Just throw them in moss. I can't do it any other way. They all die. Mm-hmm. I will say I did do I did get one successfully in the dirt method. Mm-hmm. That's growing, but I I feel like they just grow so much faster in moss. Oh yeah, they go crazy in moss. Um, I did try in pond, but I didn't pull off the the shell of it completely, which apparently is very important if you're propagating the corms in pond. Um, otherwise, they will rot like immediately. Interesting. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's the same as like the avocados. Like people peel them off and then throw it in water. And I guess yeah, if it's sitting in water, you probably don't want that. Yeah, it gets it's it was really sad. I pulled them off a couple plants, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just gonna stick them in there. No. <laughs> Not a good idea. Anyways, uh, let's talk about sport variegation. Because we did talk about little, like, leaves that we had that we noticed little fun sporty spices on. Yeah, for me, they're mostly just, like, little flecks here and there. Mm-hmm. And they're nothing usually that big. One, I think one of mine has kind of a bigger chunk. But mm-hmm. they're just, like, one little. It's random. It's I feel like it's very common for, like, the dragon scale and silver mm-hmm. dragon. I see them all the time. I'll even see them, like, if you go to the store, I can see a bunch of plants all together that have spots on them. So if you see a little spot, I'm not trying to tell you that you're not special, but it's pretty common. Well, and I think especially with it's like little freckles, how many plants are being mass-produced, like, mm-hmm. the chances of seeing them is higher. So it's like people go all out over it. And they're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm just like, it's just one leaf. That one leaf is going to die, and then it's just going to be a not mm-hmm. at all variegated plant. <laughs> Big bummer. But it's okay. You can always hope for more. There are some that do randomly variegate, and people have these beautiful variegated plants that they cross their fingers. The next one's still going to be pretty. But, yeah, it's a dime a dozen. Hmm. Okay, friends, let's dive into the nitty-gritty and maybe what you're all actually listening for. The, the care, <laughs> the alocasia care. Um, I feel like a lot of people can get it wrong. I definitely got it wrong at the beginning um, because of all of the horrible advice out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. But it's just that the generic advice isn't going to work for these, and I feel like it does vary from species to species. Mm-hmm. Um, my care is pretty different for a couple of them. My care is pretty different for the ones that are in soil versus semi-hydro. So let's start with lighting. So I find that mine can tolerate very bright light, but don't necessarily want it for long periods of time. Like mm-hmm. mine, they, like a lot of my plants will like crisp up immediately. Like if they're too close to a grow light, I feel like alocasias tend to handle it better. But if it's, they kind of get like, they don't get burnt as much as my other plants. So they get like bleached. They're like, here's a couple flowers. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yep. Flowers galore. Yeah, Which, speaking of, I see it's one that we uh, don't have listed there. But my best tip to avoid flowers is not to not to fertilize them with any strong fertilizers. Really? Whenever I put uh, anything more than fish tank water in them, immediate flower. Within <laughs> a week, flower. I just cut them off, and then they're fine. But I feel like some people let them grow all the way in, and it can take a toll on their plant. But I feel like if you see it, just chop it when you're able to. Yeah, unless you're specifically trying to pollinate, pollinate. if you want. Yeah, but it's not fun like anthuriums where you can mix and match and do all this fun stuff for the most part. So it's for me, it's not as fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Not as fun. Uh, most of mine are 
Mm, I would say it's 50-50. Some that are in under grow lights or getting natural light. It's tough because some of them I want to give them humidity, but some of them are actually too big for my cabinets now. Mm-hmm. They do demand a lot of space. Um, they don't... They don't often all grow on one side. The do- leaves, um, just like anthuriums, will tend to like spread out. Oh yeah, wherever they want to go. So, and I then I feel like when else. they do grow on, out on one side, then they're kind of ugly. It can like it can be cute for a picture, yeah. you know. Like here's all the leaves because it, it it's hard to get a picture of all the leaves that like they're every <laughs> which way. And I'm like, here's what it looks like from this angle and this angle, like a mugshot. You need the 360 award show uh, camera to. <laughs> That's a good idea. You should bring <laughs> that to the flame. <laughs> well, if I get a couple couple hundred grand to buy a camera set up like that, I will definitely think you know about me, that. I can make that <laughs> happen. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, lighting, um, very important. Found it very important for any plant. But if your allocation is not getting ample light, it's not going to be giving you nice, pretty leaves. If you want some nice like big growth to come in. Mm -hmm. Because then they can go dormant if you don't give them enough light. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, I guess it's winter, it's sleepy time. Goodbye. (laughs) We don't want that. We don't want that at all. So give them some good light. Um, And if they start to, um, I mean, we've said this before, the plants will let you know a lot faster if they're getting too much light um, than if they're not getting enough. They'll just kind of slowly die. Mm -hmm. So if they're getting too much and they burn a little bit, it's okay, they'll forgive you. Just pull it back a little bit. Add a little curtain. I don't know. Um, but watering. This yeah. one really varies from plant to plant for me. It, it 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 really does. Because I feel like my I do feel like my allocations are thirstier than a lot of other types of my plants. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, you don't want them to because I feel like when I let mine dry out too much and they start to droop, they never they don't like you magically know, yeah. come back. They like come back a little droopier than they were before. Yeah, I've been trying to be a little bit better about catching them before they dry out totally. I used to just let them dry out completely. I'll be like, oh my God, we're totally fine. I'm like, while they do tolerate drying out, they probably don't love that. So um, I'm trying to water them a little bit quicker so that they grow a little more consistently. Mm-hmm. And I think it's helping a little bit more. They, I don't consider them to be like a plant that needs to say like consistently moist and really, really wet. Um. I kind of was that more that way for like my fried egg, but for the more hardy ones, um, I can let them dry out a little bit in yeah. soil. But yeah, uh, humidity. I feel like they all just love it. If they you can love give them more it, yeah. humidity, there's some that can tolerate low humidity way better than others, um, but they're not gonna hate it. Yeah, like if you give them a bunch of humidity, they'll they'll thank you. Like, you'll definitely get kind of the crispy edges on a lot of them if you don't have quite enough humidity, which it is hard for me now because my ambient humidity is about 60%. So it's hard for me to see which plants are needing more humidity Mm -hmm. than others because the baseline here is so much higher than previous growing conditions I've had. My house is only just getting up to, like, the 40% humidity again. It was, like... 30 almost in the 20s oh yeah i had to i had to turn all my humidifiers down because the house would have been at like 85 consistently which didn't you actually leave it on one time and it got like crazy oh yeah no because i closed my door in my bedroom when i went to sleep and then i woke up literally in a fog and i was so confused (laughs) yes it was a fog (laughs) i believe it too because what time the at the plant shop the green greenhouse was shut and the humidifiers left on like on on overnight 
and I opened it up and I don't know why my immediate, immediate first thought was fire. There's a a fire. The planets are on fire. And I was like, oh, no. And then I started moving away. And I'm like, oh, no. The humidifier has just been running. So these plants are wet. You know, the leaves are just like sopping wet. Everything is dripping. But I don't know why. Yeah. I thought it was a fire. So anyways. Well, um, I think humidity leads into our next topic, pests, because. No humidity, more pests. Uh Uh-huh. They thrive in a... the pests uh, do thrive in a dry, a dry environment, but I definitely have seen spider mites hanging around in a hum- humid environment. Because there are different types of spider mites, yeah. and some actually like humidity. It's less yeah. likely. Some but will vibe up in there, and they're like, hey, I'm going to make a little home in this sauna. Thank you very much for your hospitality on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so keep an eye out. I always tell people, especially for the spider mites, to look under the leaves and like the middle is if where I see them start gathering the little eggs and stuff, or just like little patches mm-hmm. of the plant wherever it's like curled in, they can like nest. And I, I will say, I mean, I have recently just moved all of my alocasias to one area, just to keep a better eye on them. But I will say, when I've had outbreaks of spider mites, it's kind of nice to have alocasias sprinkled throughout your plants because nine times out of 10 they will choose that alocasia over the plant next to it so even if they're touching they would much rather be on an alocasia than travel the border to russia and unless it's one of my velvety philodendrons then they'll be right oh yeah yep no unless it's yep varicosum melanochrysum even my um may el chaco a little bit sometimes just a pain in the butt but anyways we love to hate them or we hate to love them Oh, I just hate spider mites. <laughs> um, do you have an? I mean, I've dealt with thrips on them, but have you dealt with any other pests on alocasias? Fortunately, never had another pest on an alocasia. Oh, can you imagine having mealies like up in the corners of like the sheaths in there? Like it'd be impossible to get to. Gross. <laughs> I just hate mealy bugs. I have seen them like um mealy bugs on alocasias in greenhouses and been like, oh no. It's well, and I've. Only when what plants did I have mealy bugs on? Do you remember? I do not remember, or do I just remember all of Sam's plants that had mealy bugs that I was? Was it a Maranta? I think so. Well, she had that big Maranta that had it. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I've never actually personally had mealy bugs. I've just treated other people's. I feel like you've had them here. I think so. I think I just. Maybe it was just one or two or something. Yeah. Like, and you just brush it off like mm, whatever. It's just like a normal little speed bump in my day. I can't remember. <laughs> so that's how I, I, I will forget about a plant that had pests because I was just like, oh, my God, of course, whatever. And I just didn't think about it. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, what do you think there are there any misconceptions about the care of alocasias that we didn't cover? Um, I think there are. This is so stupid. They're easier to take care of than people make you think, but they're also harder to take care of than other people make you think. Yeah. I would say like start with a couple because there are some that love me more than others. Um, but if you don't have humidity, I would say start with the harder leaved one leaves. <laughs> yeah. The ones like the black velvet, Maharani, maybe the um, the silver dragon and um, dragon scale are a little... Uh, tougher, yeah. I would say, but Maharani, really good one. Um, and try them in semi-hydro. I really like them in pond or um, 
like a. I will say because I just have my silver dragon in Lekka and. I thought you have your dragon scale in Lekka. Dragon scale. That's the one I have. Yep. And I do like it because it's so much easier, but I find that it grows so much slower. What? Mine grow way faster. Maybe it's just because I let them dry out in soil, so they're just very slow. Maybe. They're very thirsty. Because mine, I, f- I find that the roots grow really, really fast. The leaves. Do you find that the leaves size up bigger, though? No. Well, maybe you need to try. I would say they're because I don't feel like the black vel or not the. I don't think that the dragon scale leaves get bigger very fast. But I would say they're consistently increasing, but not there's not a dramatic increase. Like my maharani went from like a normal size leaves to like a one the size of my face, and that's what mine did in soil too. I don't know, mm. but mine usually don't get super big in soil. Like they they're growing fine, but they're just the same size. But I also fertilize in soil pretty incredibly a lot but then i just i realized that i just not fertilize them as much because every time i did they would get a well they wouldn't just get one flower they get three i only get two i heard bing bang bong doubles why are you getting three in fact i think one of i think my black velvet at one point had five with a leaf in between what the fuck Mm -hmm. oh my god i've only and that's why it's kind of so ugly because it has so many like dead stems from the flowers in it Jammed into this, yeah. Yuck. Um, did we talk about the word for flower? Inflorescence. Yeah. Yeah. So if you talk, if you hear people talking about inflorescence, or some people would just say inflow, um, that's the flower, or the thing that has a bunch of flowers on it. I thought you were uh, trying to say that there was a special word that was. And I was like, wait, what? I, I I thought we just kept saying flower. I don't remember if we ever said inflorescence. But I think that's all we got. I think so, too. That about wraps it up with alocasias. Mm-hmm. You don't have to try them if you don't want to. But don't be too scared if you want, if you if you do decide to. Yeah. Like what I, oh, one thing we didn't talk about is if you buy a, if you buy a alocasia from pretty much anywhere. Yeah, pretty much anywhere. It will have the, the plug, plug of death, which yeah. is a very sensitive topic for some people. <laughs> here's the thing you guys like these plugs while they're meant to like these plants the plants are grown in these tiny almost like one, one two inch plugs um and then they're just easy to trans transfer into the soil um they don't have time to i guess well you know, i think the thing is is they're supposed they're yeah. supposed to they're meant to there's down. a lot of different kinds of them now i've been seeing so many different like almost even plastic nets in my plants um they're supposed to break down and the roots are supposed to be able to break through them but they don't as easily and i um almost find that especially if it's just like a cocoa core plug it tends to become hydrophobic and then it's not soaking up soil mm-hmm. like the rest of the soil. So it almost seems like, oh my God, my plant looks so thirsty, but I keep watering the soil because like the actual like base of it and a lot of the roots are not getting that soil, not getting that oxygen. And sometimes it's the opposite and it's actually like soaking wet in there and it can't dry out. Mm-hmm. That's usually what happens rots. with mine. Yeah. Usually mine's the other way around and they just get like super, super dry and I'm like, oh shit. Oops. Or all the roots are trying to escape and then they can't. And then they're like. Yeah, they're all balled up in there. And I'm like, oh, damn. And you got to break them apart. It's okay. So sometimes you got to repot. And it's okay if your plant freaks out a little bit. But give it a really good mixture. um, Or clean all those roots off while you're at it. And just stick it in (laughs) semi-hydro. 
<laughs> but whatever you want, it's it is going to be a little journey though. The plant usually after taking it off for me usually isn't super happy for a little bit. Yeah, no, they usually have a little freak a tweak and then they, they come first, back better than the ever. The first new leaf is always so worth it. Oh yeah, so good. All right, Brandon, where can people find you on the socials? Well, you can find me and all my socials at Brandon Botanical. Um, so Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Um, you can shop my Amazon storefront, which is amazon.com backslash shop backslash Brandon Botanical. You can find my website, monsteraplant.co website and Instagram. Um, you can find the podcast at where are we growing on Instagram or where are we growing dot com. Yeah. Uh, we got a new website. I think we did talk about it in an episode, but who knows did. when these are airing. So you can go to where are we growing dot com to find your favorite podcast provider. And if your favorite happens to be Apple, or even if it's not, go on to Apple, give us a five-star review. We don't have any to read. So go give us a five-star review to read on air. Um, and also, if you listen on Spotify, all you got to do is listen to 30 seconds worth and click that little star. We're talking and- to you, mom and mom. <laughs> what are you doing now leaving a review <laughs> for your children? <laughs> I like your nails, by the way. Thank you. I never do my nails. I need to, though, when I'm making product videos or, like, even plant videos. I'm like, God damn, my thumb is ugly. <laughs> Look at all that dirt under there. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no matter how much I, that I, like, try to dig it out. I'm like, oh, this works. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nicole, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Nicole Larson Grows. I think that's it. I, I always think I have something else, but. You have a super peer. Oh, I do have a super peer. So if you guys want to do a plant consultation with me, um, you can, I don't even know what the, uh, the website is, but you can It'll go. It'll be linked in the episode description. Sure. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's also in my link tree. If you go click on my face, um, on Instagram or TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all we got friends. I think that is. Music's coming in. Yeah. We we're hearing the music. We hear it. <laughs> so many collabs, you guys. Let us know if you like that or not. Oh, yeah. Also, let us know who else you want us to interview on the podcast. Yeah, we need to get some more people lined up, more friends. The more, the merrier. Amen. The more, the plantier. (laughs) Bye, friends. Bye.